Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back into our multiverse oh, yet yeah. again. Damon here. Jalen here. Fresh off of fresh off a nice trip we yeah. just took. Another vacation. I, didn't, I don't think I got COVID yet. <laughs> I, I hope you didn't. <laughs> again. You know. That would no. suck. You don't, you're not showing any symptoms, but, I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's still possible. You never know. Could, could walk out of this episode sick. Pete Carroll got COVID, though. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. You I didn't even see that. You didn't even know. Mm. You're not keeping track of your Seahawks. No. Yeah, he got COVID. It was a few days ago. I don't, I don't think he's back with the team yet. He's been monitoring... I think it's so funny that like, but he's been monitoring. Mon- ah, I just already can't talk. Moder- moderating. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, he's probably doing that too. Yeah. Monitoring camp. You know, like of course he is. He's Duh. the coach. Like he has mild symptoms, so he's sitting at home and he's just watching everything on the video stream. But even more so, he's like, you better show me everything. He probably got like, you know. He probably made some calls <laughs> for the crazy setups and was like, yo. You gotta, you gotta hook me up. He probably might be at home. He's just probably up in his office with binoculars. <laughs> He's probably living in his office. That's probably where he's isolating. Yeah, quarantine. And then just, office. you know, he's got, you know, his phone or whatever, communicate with the coach. Oh, he's probably still got his headphones on. His... Yeah, just communicate with everybody. There you go. So, yeah, there was that. That's, good that was news. That's a good way to start training camp. <laughs> he was there first. He was. But yeah, I mean, it's funny. I was trying to watch some training camp stuff as I was working out this morning. And it's just so early. Like, I don't, every time I listen to them talk about anyone, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it's, it's I try, too early. <laughs> I, I tried it the other day, and it, it really just sounds like they're trying to find anything to talk about just to pass the time. It's yeah. like just one of those things when, you know, it's almost like commentary for like a blog game and they're just oh yeah they're yeah. just trying to find anything or commentary for a preseason game like or we were yeah talking about because the know, first preseason the game just happened game. the hall of fame game took place the like, other day and we're just like well i said i don't care <laughs> you know because yeah preseason games look i still think they need to play them i'm not one of those people that's like you shouldn't even play these games no i think they need to play them but in terms of talking about them and watching them, it's almost pointless because most people don't play. It's just good for evaluation, which is why they need them. Yeah. But we can sit there and watch it and think someone looks great, and then they cut the guy two games. <laughs> two <laughs> we games know that better. very well. You know, it happens all the time. So, you know, what's really the point? Like, you just are excited about football, so you want to watch it. Okay, great. But do you want to talk about it? I mean, like, right now... I don't even know who played. I know the Raiders played. Jaguars. Okay, so they played. So that's the thing. I didn't even know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did uh, you know Trey- that Trevor Lawrence wasn't going to play? Oh, he didn't play because it already happened. <laughs> I, I had saw that they said that. It was him and, like, uh, their running back. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name. Oh, Etienne? There we go. Etienne. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just funny because their, you know, cities and their fan bases are probably talking about this game, like, Oh, did you see this? Did you like this? Like probably talking about Walker. Yeah, and even if what what happened? No, just because he was the first overall pick. Oh yeah, yeah. But even then, like, so what? <laughs> you know, I mean, they were talking about the Seahawks scrimmage tomorrow. 
and this is when I like I listened to a minute and then I had to turn it off because it was like they mentioned they scrimmage and it's the first time to kind of evaluate them in action kind of, yeah and, and yes it's still just a scrimmage but it's it's, it's still thing. game situations which they were like they haven't really been put in any game situations yet and so yeah they get to they get to do that we get to see you know the QB you know battle let's and then, go and then they're like and, and they said that people are gonna do this not them uh, it was Corbin Smith and Nick Lee, whatever their podcast is called. They were talking about it. And uh, in their defense, they were like, yeah, people are going to immediately annoy the starter. And I'm like, yeah, that's what people do. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. And they shouldn't do that. And then they were talking about that at other, you know. And I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah, like, and you can't because, okay, so the last few week, days, sorry. I already have. The last few days of camp. Eason isn't getting nothing. They don't even talk about Eason. I know. It's all it's Gino and Locke. And they're like, Locke hasn't even really worked with the ones yet. Like, he's been the one playing better the last couple days. You know, but he's playing against the twos and the threes, and he's not really playing with the ones. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean, when is that going to change? Because I just wonder, like, if he plays with the ones, is he going to look better? Or is he going to look the same because he's also playing against the ones? Or, you know, I'm just I'm just curious. I'm like, why aren't they looking at that? I know you said Gino was in the lead, but you still barely played Locke. And a lot of people have been saying a lot. I mean, do you see Noah Fant saying that yeah. Drew Locke is like Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I know and he I was just like, meant... Yeah. He meant, yeah, he is. He meant in terms of arm talent and stuff like it's, that. It's like Tyreek Hill talking about right? Tua. But then did you see Tua like hit him with some really nice deep ball and I'm like yeah. well that's a, that's only gonna make Tyreek and that's only gonna make you know Dolphins fans or fans of Tua go yeah see he <laughs> just needed a guy like Tyreek yeah <laughs> you know? it's same thing you know not the same thing but yeah, like you said fans kind of built talking him up you know yeah and I just want to see it I guess that's what because like we've talked about we've seen Gino even if you know he was just the backup and all this and that but I want to see Locke in there and just see what he does. So we'll see. hopefully yeah. he gets that chance in the scrimmage tomorrow. But that'll, that'll probably be one that I do try to watch and pay attention to, since it's more than just them talking over them doing drills and like exercises. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, you kind of get to actually see stuff. Exactly, because you know. You so can't... that'll be a lot easier to sit down and watch. You haven't been able to evaluate the tackles as well yet. You right. Know, you you need a scrimmage for that. And even the defense, like we were talking about this right before I came out, all you've been hearing is how great the defense looks. And they're even going yeah. 2012 all over again. You're hearing all this stuff, and I'm like, don't do that. Like, look, I would love to see that. But the defense was doing things. People forget the last few years when Russ was here. They were saying that at the beginning of camp too. They were like, "Oh, the defense is flying uh, around. They look great." Yeah, you know, and the defensive line, this and that. Yeah, and then what happened? Like, they seem to look great against our, yeah, our offense, but not even our offense. Just the scheme. Like you, if you know what's coming, it makes it a little bit easier, right? Not. I mean, if you're a great offense, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> you know. And if you're a great defense, sometimes it doesn't matter. But right now, we don't know which of those is true. So when you yeah. see 
I mean, I love hearing that Kobe Bryant is looks great, but at the same time, you know, I'm still cautious. I'm cautious about all of it. Like, I want to see even the scrimmage. Like, no matter what happens in the scrimmage, I'm like, well, I need to see a preseason game. And in the preseason game, I don't be like, well, I need to see this in the regular yeah. season because that's still the preseason. Like, but you just it just builds the confidence, right? It just makes you think, okay, okay, okay. You're starting to hear rumblings. People are people are starting to uh, say things like this. Y'all's gonna be good. I don't even know the guy's name, but somebody because I was just flicking through different stuff, and somebody was saying that all oh, the Seahawks are gonna be really good, and then the power rankings someone came out the other day and they were bottom yeah and i'm like dang you got six at the bottom like i, I saw someone do like a uh records prediction and they had us at like four and 13 yeah i mean i i look it's possible but i actually think that that's the you know that's the Which is worst a, case scenario it's funny i didn't like i didn't mind that like because it doesn't bother me but i think one of the losses was to like the lions when we first played them i'm like Really? Hey, look, I mean, I know anything could happen, but you're gonna predict nothing's that? gonna surprise me necessarily. I kind of well, found that to be a little ridiculous. I say nothing's gonna surprise me, but seeing that power ranking with us at the bottom did surprise me. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I will be surprised if we're awful. But if we're competitive in all of those games, I won't. And, and still finish at four and thirteen. I'd be like, well, we were in it. Like, at least I'll feel a little bit better about that. But, jeez. <laughs> Whatever that was, I got, got caught on the mic. But, yeah, it's just still so hard right now to try to evaluate anything at this point. And I just wonder how hard it is for for everybody else like you're, you're searching for something to talk about right you're searching yeah. for what can i get out of you know you're excited for the nfl you want to talk about the nfl but everything when you when you think about guys being drafted or traded or signing with other teams you've already talked about that already yeah you talked about it when it's it done. happened <laughs> so yeah you're talking about it's it like again. uh we're getting the extensions here and there and there's like that news and then it's just it just dies back down again yeah but you know we do have we can talk about everyone going into the NFL Hall of Fame but real quick I did see and I, I haven't seen an update on it and maybe it comes out today I I don't remember but Sterling Sharp was a semi-finalist for next year's Hall of Fame's so ah. I'm not sure if they've, you know, uh, what's the word? You know, updated that information yet. But the class of 2022, I know that this has been talked about, but, you know, you got. Not by us. Baselli, which is kind yep. of my main <laughs> talking point when it comes to Sterling Sharp. I'm like, this is exactly why he better be in next year's class, because Maselli is here. Cliff Branch, who there's a lot of people there's a lot of people that don't think he should be there, but he should. If he would have gotten in a long time ago, nobody would care. Mm. It's only because of the fact that when you look at his statistics now, you go, well, what? But what he 
brought, I mean, he was a world-class sprinter. He was super fast. <laughs> and, and I mean, he was an NCAA champion. And yeah, I mean, he brought something new to the table and he still had pretty decent statistics. He had good playoff statistics, especially. So if he had gotten in like a couple years after, not a couple years, but he wouldn't have been first ballot, but like second ballot, third ballot type thing, nobody would care. But some people are going to be all mad about this. Yeah. So you're a butler. Safety from Leroy. He was, yeah, he was. He, well, he was great, right? He's he's a Hall of Famer. Art McNally. I don't know who that is, to be honest with you. Just being honest. Don't know. Uh, Yeah, he's one of those. You know, he was an official. He was an administrator. Oh, okay. He did things. Sam Mills. Sam Mills is awesome. Oh, Sam, Sam Mills. Mills is awesome. But he was one of those guys that you just never thought was actually going to get in. Like, you were like, man, he was, he was great. He was really good. He never gets his credit. And so you just never thought... Like, I never actually thought he would make it. So it's really cool that he's made it. Like, was all pro three times. Pro Bowl five times. Which doesn't, you know, seem like a ton, but... It's tough sometimes when you're a middle linebacker, right? Yeah. Richard Seymour, he was mm. considered one of the better, one of the best interior linemen of his time. Some people yep. would say he was the best. It's just that he didn't have like the statistics that some of the other guys had. Just impact. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Dick Vermeil, coach of the Eagles and the Rams and the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh my. He's another one. Well, I mean, I guess it was just because he wasn't going to go to the Hall of Fame based on what he did with the Eagles, but what he did with the Rams was going to get him there. But because, you know, he went to the Chiefs, I don't know why it took so long after that. Because it says he's in his 12th year of eligibility. I I guess it's just because, just because there's so many names. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that's Bryant Young. He was kind of, oh. in a lot of ways, he was like Seymour, but pro- I mean, he might have had better statistics. I don't see. Yeah, Seymour 57.5 sacks, Bryant Young 89 and a half sacks. But he was another guy that, for whatever reason, like, I mean, obviously, you know, being a Seahawks fan, you know who he is because you've got to go against him. But it didn't seem like he got the credit that he deserved all the time. So. Congratulations to all those guys. It, it's also one of those classes that doesn't, I mean, no offense, but they don't super stand out. Like, there's just a lot of guys you're like, oh, he deserved it. He deserved it. Oh, he deserved it. Which is, it is really great to have those kind of classes sometimes, to be honest with you. Yeah. So many times you're like, who's the best guy in this draft class? And, oh, this guy's first ballot. And, and you're arguing about, does he deserve to be first ballot? And, and you know, all this nonsense but they're just all deserving just deserving guys yeah players coaches officials even though i don't For know sure. what Art McNally was he obviously deserved it so. go art now i'm gonna do my Art McNally research let's do it 
<laughs> on our multiverse live. Let's dive in. The career of art. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know what I think is funny? Just totally random off the subject. I just looked up at my Seahawk. I'm right there. And people keep talking about announce the new uniform or the old school uniforms already. When the Seahawks already they already said, said they're they weren't gonna do that. <laughs> I'm like, why? They already. I mean, they're like trying to force it on them. Like, you better do it. Why weren't you doing this months work. ago? Yeah, maybe if you did it before, like really, because I see it more now than I did before. But I know why. It's because other teams have been announcing, announcing their throwbacks or their, you know, just new uniform variant. And I'm just like, guys, they already said they weren't gonna do it. Yeah. Now, if they just suddenly do, I don't think it's because like you know, 54 random people like, I, I believe it release the uniforms announce this already the power of 54 people well, is I underestimated mean, look, our power has just been you know undeniable right so undisputed so I mean I guess you're right alright keep doing what you're doing I, I think it's you know I think it's pointless at, at this stage but <laughs> but yeah I, I already accepted that we're not seeing it this season which makes me sad but you know, I'll... I was sad at first because it's like... I'll just wait. Yeah, it was like, why not? Give us something. Because for a lot of us, we're like, this is just kind of a... It's not a throwaway year. I don't like... It's just a that. let's see what happens. Yeah, exactly. It's just whatever. You know, like it could be surprisingly good and it could just be bad. And it could be right in the middle. It could be like... I look, I look at it like 90 Seahawks football this year it's kind of like going back to then like that's what it was in the 90s it was either going to be really bad or it was like you were eight and eight <laughs> yeah but you were in the playoff hunt all the way in the end so you were like oh if all, all we need to happen is seven teams these these different scenarios and we're in man yeah it's... we're in <laughs> I, I love playing that game at the end of the season well, and especially, it's fine for this year. It wasn't fine for the last decade, right? Yeah. That wasn't, no, we're better than that. We shouldn't be doing that. But for this year, it's totally fun. Like, oh, let's just have fun with it because we should feel... We're going to be doing that after lucky, week one. But we should be happy if that's the situation we're in come week, you know, just say week 14. By week 14, if you're still able to play that game... Yeah. And not, not week 14, but I should say game 14. If we're still playing that game, then that's a success in my opinion. Yeah. But even if we suck, that's still kind of a success. And I've never said this before about Seahawks because I always want to win. Yeah. But if it's because of the quarterbacks, then it's a success because you're going to have a high pick and you get to draft the quarterbacks. So... Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I want. I guess that's what I should say. I've never said I want them to tank or lose just for a higher. Yeah. Pick. But I'm just saying I'd be okay with them this time. So yeah, it's acceptable. Anything else football-wise that you wanted to mention? And if NFL-wise, no. I'm pretty. Oh, what you okay got some college football news you want to talk about? <laughs> You're like NFL-wise, no. <laughs> but let's dig into the college. Yeah, heck no. I have no idea who's on. <laughs> I, I couldn't name you a player. Not one. Not. Uh, 
I don't, I don't pay attention anymore. He's like, I need a NCAA football to come out. Yeah, I, re- I really do. <laughs> I, I need to know when they're releasing the new one. All right. Well, I guess that's the end of football talk. Well, it's the end of football talk for now because you know how this goes. Every time something happens. Every every Friday when we get done recording, stuff happens. But the good thing about this is we're kind of splitting up our day here. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna stop for a little while before we come back and do another another sec- segment. And who knows? There might be news, and we might be revisiting some NFL. Hopefully, it's not. I mean, there are those guys who tore their ACLs. Was it? Two yeah. Guys? two guys from the Broncos Tim Patrick wide receiver and there was a running back who I'm sorry forgot forgot your name if if you're listening so injuries yeah we talked about a lot sucks they're they're already labeled as out for the season so not what they were hoping for hopefully they recover all right yeah like I said to you they have plenty of time to when it happens so early in camp like you have time to either get somebody else in maybe a veteran or whatever or just somebody else steps up yeah but you have plenty of time to get that chemistry down so it's unfortunate of course hopefully those guys full recovery back next year do great but for now it's like they they have time to uh you know recover that loss is what i was gonna say and i'm like like it's a Playing the stocks or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's just let's just move on to the NBA, which uh, really only got one thing. Right? Yeah, I got a st- only one notable thing this week. Bill Russell, NBA legend, one of the all-time greats, passed away this week. The greatest winner of all time. Let's just say that. Yeah. I thought Jerry West had a great quote. He basically said, "You know, Chamberlain was a better." I, I, should find the quote but he basically Chamberlain was a better basketball player but if I needed to pick a guy for one game I'm picking Bill Russell (laughs) and it's almost like that Pat Riley comment I told you about like if I if I yeah need a shot if I need someone to to make a shot to win a game I'll take Jordan but to save my life Larry Bird it's like that it's like and so that's why I get why there are people who won't put him so high Bill Russell yeah, but at the same time, how could you not want him on your team? You know what I mean? Like you might say, "Oh, Chamberlain's better, Akeem's better," da 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 da. But are you actually gonna pick him over them? Yeah, you know, right. And, and not only you know his basketball stuff, you know he was social rights activist. Yeah, very influent, influential in that aspect. He had a big impact. One of the early, uh, like NBA figures, in, yeah, in that department. Yep, and and to think that he was doing that in Boston, that has such a, you know, it has a history. Let's just say that, and a lot of players have talked about that. Now, there's still a lot of players that have great roots there, and so if they go back, they don't have any problem with it, but. They will acknowledge that that they've heard it, it's existed, but you want to be a part of that change. You can either just hate it and want out of there, or you could be somebody who wants to help affect change there. Bill Russell definitely, he's trying to affect change there. He didn't go anywhere else in his in his uh, playing career. Yeah. But he did coach the Sonics, and 
you know, lived here pretty much after that, I believe. Yeah. So, that's, that's cool from, you know, from, like, just our From our perspective, perspective, yeah. It's like, that's just really cool. But, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy, you know, you look at his statistics, 22 and a half rebounds a game. That's just absolute dominance. And then, you know, like his shot blocking. Somebody tried to put up, I guess somebody tried to, uh, uh, what's the word? Just calculate how many blocks he had. I don't, I don't think they calculated the total number. I only saw the average. And I think it was like 3.6 per game for his career. And Wiltz was like a little bit more than that. And I think their point was, I think they were trying to make the point that Chamberlain was better. And I'm like, well, Chamberlain averaged more rebounds too, I believe. But he should have. Yeah. You know, like both of those situations, he should have. But also, sometimes the amount isn't the point. It's the effect and when it happened and things like that. You know, people, you can't just look at averages all the time. And when you look at just his winning and he was the leader of those teams like Kuzi was on a lot of those teams Sam Jones was on those, a lot of those teams and uh, oh, Havlicek was yeah. on some of those teams at the end and I mean those are absolute legends and you know I don't know how were all those guys on the 75th anniversary team? I thought so yeah I think they're all on the 75th anniversary team so you know absolute greats and Russell is absolutely known to be the one that was the biggest key to their success yeah so and a a great athlete wasn't just you know you look at his he's you know he's always known for what he did on the basketball court but you know he what's it say hold on I'm trying to look I guess it is just talking about his basketball thing I was gonna say he had other. He did other things. <clears throat> I mean, when you look at what he did, <laughs> it's crazy his winning though. I mean, where is it? It's just ridiculous. Two-time All-American won two straight NCAA championships, led the team to 55 consecutive wins, won a gold medal in '56, and then they won 11 NBA championships the last two while he was a player and a coach the first black coach in the NBA on top of you know, everything else what is wrong tablet will not go back I can't get off this page I want to look up yeah sometimes I knew I shouldn't have clicked on ESPN because ESPN like only gives you certain stuff yeah and I knew that that was going to be a problem and then right when I wanted to see like you know his other Accomplishments. It was like, nope, it's more stri- strictly basketball here. Finally got off. <laughs> Thank you, ESPN. But yeah, it's just... You're 88 years old. You lived an amazing life. Like, is it a sad day? I mean, yeah, because it was still cool to see him tweet out sometimes or see him at, you know, yeah, you just, events. Yeah, you just... He was always there, you know, all these last years, you know, presenting the finals MVP trophy. So it was just always cool to see him there. It was just kind of like a staple of it all. Or like a 
what was it when he was on the stage with the there is i saw the clip of like him on the stage with like the other centers and he was like how you would kick kick their, kick, butt. kick their butts <laughs> i just saw that again i was like uh that's too funny yeah i mean that's the thing like when it's all said and done your career is over not not even over like i think kind of like steph now when you get to a certain point you are allowed to do that stuff yeah. You shouldn't be doing that stuff before you've accomplished anything like a lot of players like to do now. Like, not yeah. that often, but he's allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. And Jordan's allowed to do that. And I mean, you know, we talk about we're not Kobe Bryant fans, but Kobe Bryant was allowed to do that when he retired. Yeah. You know, like you're allowed to do that stuff. You've, you've earned it earned the the ability to to say in terms of destroying other players you're you've earned that that right to say that stuff you've won championships you've won mvps you've been considered the best at at least for a couple years whatever it is say whatever you want about people basketball career which Which, I mean there's a lot (laughs) oh yeah because he just won everything and it's just crazy yeah I mean absolutely no one was the winner he was not even close not even close definitely it it is like I said it is a sad day but it's just like just remember his greatness go watch definitely go watch like Clayton Crawley's uh, uh, his YouTube video making making the the case case, because I mean it's all those videos are awesome but yeah watch that one especially if you haven't since he passed yeah check that out because you'll be impressed if you didn't know much about him and if you're one of those people that's just gonna sit there and talk about plumbers and stupid stuff like that then don't even bother if you actually have an appreciation for greatness yeah and everything then yeah go ahead and watch that but yeah nothing else basketball is well actually i do have one thing did you see the dejounte murray and uh Trey Young, how they were playing in the playing in the pro am games. Oh yeah, and then Dejounte put out that tweet. Yeah, I thought I that thought that was, was cool. Awesome. It's like, you know, there are a lot of people that can't afford to go to NBA games, and you know, you take it for granted when you're when you have the ability to do certain things. Because I remember when I was younger, it used to make me mad. I I remember when I used to listen to sports radio before I was able to afford to go to Seahawks games. Mm-hmm. And I remember they would get on the radio and they would say, you, you guys are always complaining but about blackouts. Well, then go to the game. If you want to watch the game, go to the game. And they would, like, rip people. I'm like, not everybody can afford to go to the game. I couldn't go afford to go to the game at that time. That's another reason why I don't really like local sports radio yeah. because they do that stuff a lot and they rip people. And I'm like, you don't know people's situations and you also don't know if that's a priority for them they might really be passionate fans but you know there's other priorities they have children they have things they have to take care of maybe they made mistakes in the past and they have to 
catch up on that stuff. Maybe not. You know, you don't know. So don't get up there and rip people and say, well, then go to the games, pay the money and be there, and then you can watch the game. And, you know, and I just thought, support your team. I'm like, you can support your team in many ways, but sometimes you can't with money because you don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And to see him come out there and say that, where you don't hear that that often. I remember... One of the last cases I remember was when Stefan Marbury was making those shoes. Yeah. And he made them only like, I mean, like, they were only like $15. And he was like, because a lot of kids can't afford all these, you know, shoes by their favorite players. They can't afford $200 LeBrons. They can't yeah. afford, you know, $100, you know. And so I'm going to make these, I think, what they call like Starberries or something like something. that. Something. And I don't know how many people, and I'm sure that if you had those, people probably made fun of you. Because I remember what it was like being young, and even if, if they were cheap shoes and everybody knew they were cheap shoes, they were going to make fun of you no matter what. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. But, yeah, it's just really awesome for him to say, hey, not everybody can see you guys play and can afford to see their favorite players in person. So, play some of these program games. And, you know, it's going to get him more fans. Yeah. You know, it's going to get... Trey Young more fans and whoever else is doing it. Is Kyrie doing it? I, I saw some highlights of Kyrie, but I can't remember if he was in. You, you don't always know where they're playing. Is Drew League what is Drew, Drew League, League Pro Am or is I that... don't know if you call it Pro Am, but it's it's another thing. Yeah. Cause LeBron just did that. I know. And him and Demar. I think Kyrie was there. A lot of different. So maybe Kyrie's was. Or he was supposed to be. But either way, remember. it's like. No matter who you are, yeah, play in those games. At least yeah. one. Like, you don't have to do all of them, obviously. <laughs> They're not going to do all of them. I'm sure I'm sure for for some guys it could cause a nightmare for, not just for them, but for that area. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, LeBron shows up to a Pro-Am game, and suddenly everybody's like, LeBron's here, and now the place is surrounded. Yeah. <laughs> So I know it can't work for everybody, but you know if you can do it, yeah, definitely do it. Make these kids, especially the kids, make their day. Yeah, you know, it's just I, I really like when he put that out. I just I just thought that was really cool of him. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. But yeah, good stuff. Uh, maybe we should talk a little bit about MCU stuff before we. Oh, that's so funny. There's, oh, he was playing at the All-Star Classic at King University, Kyrie was. It's literally the first thing on oh, Twitter. Right, there just you opened go. it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm just trying to think. Was there any other news? Actually, <clears throat> we talked about the DC stuff real quick. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about we... DC that often. <clears throat> but they... So they're in a situation. Yeah, again. Well, transitioning again. And so they've just decided to cancel the Batgirl movie, which was I'm pretty sure was just in post production. So I mean, it's basically finished. Little, you know, touch ups to do and stuff like that. I mean, it might be a lot to do in post production, but the film. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was done. And they just canceled it, and everybody was like, "What is going on?" So they're basically shutting down HBO Max. And. And in a way, Discovery Plus. It's just merging it into one company, one streaming yeah. service. And what's his name? David Zaslov. 
I guess like he's just he's coming in not really playing around he doesn't want he said he wants quality over quantity so he's and he's almost going back to an older model he's like I want our movies to, sh- to, to be in theaters and they'll get to streaming eventually but he's in no hurry to even put them on streaming he's like we're not making movies for streaming that's mm-hmm. not what we, our movies will get there eventually <laughs> you know and all right and he's and for dc he said that he wants uh what did he say he said something like we want we want to protect the dc brand so obviously he didn't think that batgirl was up to par because if you want to protect it and then you cancel a movie then you must not think that that movie was worth it but According to him, he still plans on putting out the Flash. He touted Black Adam, Shazam, and the Flash during their reveal or whatever you want to call it. So I find that weird just because of all the talk. And a lot of people are now talking about the Snyderverse coming back. But there's two camps. There's the camp that they think that, oh, this means it's coming back doing the Snyderverse and there's the other camp that's like nope all they're doing is closing the door they're just they're officially closing the door doing these last minute things yeah to to finish it all off but I'm in the camp of I think they're just closing the door I I didn't really take it as the Snyderverse was coming back yeah I definitely didn't take it as that I think I, I I don't think that's happening I think Snyderverse has looked WB has made me mad with a lot of the decisions, especially what they did with the Snyderverse. But we got to see his Justice League. And so, to me, that's good enough. Like, I did, I was a little hopeful at first that, oh, they would let him finish, you know, make a second one. Yeah. But that doesn't look like that's ever going to happen. I mean,. The more years that go by, it's like, even if they do it, you know, they're going to look older. It's just going to be like, and then the story is probably not going to be cohesive. Yeah. You know how, what, what it's like when you take way too long to make a sequel, then it just doesn't fit or work. Maybe the tone's going to be completely different. Like you're in one place at one time and you're like, this is what I want to do. And then you get to an, you know five six seven years later and they're like okay you can do it now and now you're not exactly in that same place and even if you try to make that you know make it the same there's gonna be things because i'm not really that i'm not there anymore so it's like do you really want that like shouldn't we just move on and then it's like yeah but what are they what what is their plan what are they doing he said they have a 10-year plan similar to marvel's Mm you know, original 10-year plan. And I'm like, okay, cool, but it's still hard to do that when you've already have these movies that were basically finished. Now, he said that they're going to reshoot scenes from all those movies to make them better. So he doesn't (laughs) even think that they're all... Maybe not Black Adam, but he said that for Flash and Shazam. And I guess... That's funny. Flash has actually been testing good. So I don't really know what this means. This actually just came out. Well, it didn't come out. I started reading this about Batgirl was testing in the 60s. I don't know what that means. But apparently it's not that good. But 
Flash has been testing in the 80s, which is apparently really good. So, I don't really know what they would be fixing in Flash. If it's testing that good, then just leave it alone. But he has his vision, which at least he's got a vision. I'll give him that. Because it didn't seem like anybody else had any kind of vision. Maybe they have a sense of, like, order and direction, finally? Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's a good thing. I do feel bad for, you know, anyone involved with Batgirl. Yeah. I mean, look, I wasn't necessarily interested in seeing it. Now I am. Like, because again, I say it all the time. Like, that's how I am. Like, I might not really care about something. And then somebody gets done wrong or in my in my eyes done wrong and then i like want to support them or their project or whatever and so now i want to see that movie yeah whereas maybe i just needed to see a trailer and then maybe i want, would have wanted to see it or whatever but now i really want to see it so it's just like man. yeah that sucks for that and some people will say well if they had that kind of support before the movie would be made i don't think that has anything to do with it i think he would have Zasloff would have canceled this movie no matter what because he doesn't like it. Yeah. Period. But dang, you're going to take a $90 million hit when you could just put it straight to, to Blu-ray. You don't even put it up to, on your streaming service if you don't really want to. Just put it out out there and then get something. let the sales determine it. And if the sales suck, then you can go say, this is what I'm going to put it on my, <laughs> on my service. So, yeah. Anyway. MC <laughs> She-Hulk is in a couple weeks. Did you see? Yes. Those episodes are coming out every Thursday. Yeah, I know. They went from Friday to Wednesday, and She-Hulk's going to be on Thursday. This is so weird. I like to mix it up. I, can't, I don't mind it. I okay. mean... Okay. It's just well, like, I, you I just got to it's know. better for me, I guess. Just because with like school coming up I don't I don't got school on Thursday so there you go they were they were looking out for you see they listen to the thanks pod. they listen to the pod I told you we affect change we do <laughs> uh, we are influencers James Gunn is saying that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be much more mature than the first two movies mm. in case you want your very curious about that mature. And, yeah, well, it's funny because I guess I can see it because he said that this is like the last one. You know, this somebody's dying, at least one of them is dying. And pretty much all of us know that Drax is dying. Or we assume because mm-hmm. he is almost basically, it seems like Batista himself has been like, yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say it, but just the some of his tweets before made it seem like you'd also assume that it's going to be more than one. I'm seeing a lot of uh, talk about Rocket. I don't think Rocket's going to die. I think I've It seems seen... like he's there's a lot of talk of him at least being like a big no. part of this movie. Yes, I know he's a big part of it because they've said that they're going to do like his backstory yeah. and his origin and how... Which that's very I'm interested in that. Yeah, so some people are saying he's going to become the new leader of the Guardians. Oh! But... That'd be interesting. It would be crazy if they did his origin and then he died. Ugh. But see, that's that, That's the thing I was here. Like, they would... They're doing that and then he, like, does, like, a sacrifice or something. 
Well, and this would be the more mature stuff, right? You're going back to his sad origin. And then you're also going to have a really sad ending. Now, people will say, well, Yondu dying was sad. And it was. Even the beginning of, uh, you know, Quill's story with his mom and everything. And so those aspects have been in the movies before. But they're saying this one's even going to be more mature. So, you know, let's... Brace yourselves. That's interesting. Bring a tissue box. <laughs> okay, so this is something that has come out. Is that the VX Studio, VX, VFX Industry, was reportedly already a little bit... Uh, feeling overworked by oh. everything that Marvel was doing. And then when they did the Phase 5 and 6 announcement... And how a lot of it is so close together. There were this says they're a bit depressed (laughs) following their announcement, and I'm like, you better give them some more money, give them some more bodies, do something, help them out because they're gonna just quit on (laughs) y'all halfway through, or they're just gonna quit. And I mean, well, then you wonder like. Some of the effects, especially in Multiverse of Madness, like, you know, the, the Illuminati scene, like, there was a lot of stuff that I had some issue with. And even though I know that doing Mr. Fantastic is going to be hard, I still thought it was bad. Yeah. You know? And then, of course, Black Bolt's thing. Thing was just... I was... It disgusted me. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, so that's just something to keep an eye on, like... Is the quality going to go down because you're rushing them? Or are you going to help them get more bodies? Lend more of a hand? Like, I don't know, but... They not thrilled. Uh, You you gotta do something. Yeah. You would think, you know, if they were already expressing some concern, and then you drop this bombshell, like, we're putting all this stuff out, and this is who we go through. I mean, they didn't say that. Boy, but obviously, yeah. That's who they, you know, have a working relationship with. Probably a contract with. Yeah. So, help help a brother out, man. You guys got money. Yeah, exactly. Dang it, there was something that... Oh, um... So, Patton Oswalt... uh, Was he in Eternals? You know, we only watched it once. I'd have have to see his face. Patton Oswalt, uh, well, the only way, the only, you don't need to see his face, you know his voice, he was Remy in Ratatouille. Oh, okay. You know that guy? No, I know Remy. That's funny. So I I just picture Remy. That's, okay, that's all I mean. Was Remy in Eternals? Probably. There's probably um, a rat. There's probably. I'm trying to remember if Patton Oswalt was in Eternals. I don't think so, but he... What is his connection with the Eternals? Hold on, now I need to know. But he basically... Remy. You know, confirmed that... What? I guess you can say he... Can, it says, Eternals 2 has seemingly been announced by actor Patton Oswalt. There's going to be an Eternal sequel. Chloe Zhao is going to direct it. So... But that makes sense. Nobody else has confirmed it, and I'm just trying to figure out what is his connection. Oh, okay, so that's Pennsylvania. I don't know if he was in it. He's 
yeah, I mean, he's an actor and a writer and a comedian, so he's been in a lot of stuff. I'm just like, I can't remember. Was he in it? Did he have some connection to it? Now, he has... He loves Marvel, and, you know, so he does... Well, he loves it. He loves a lot of stuff. He loves Marvel and sci-fi. So maybe he just is saying it because he heard or somebody told him or whatever. I don't know. But that makes sense that there was a sequel just with how... Yeah, the ending of the last one. Look, I mean, I don't mind. Look, we were just talking about this the other day when my brother was over, remember? And he was like, why would they do that? And I was like, I'm hearing there's probably a sequel. And then he's, that was just yesterday that he said that. <laughs> because there were the rumors, but now people are like, well, he's confirmed it. Uh, I'm just wondering, like, how is he confirming it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's just, he's saying his just... opinion, which is great. Just need to know, how, like, how it's a confirmation. Yeah, exactly. But I don't mind that at all. Yeah, we didn't mind it. And, look, even if you didn't like it or you don't think it deserves this or that, like, it's still... They can improve on things, right? Yeah. You can make a movie and then make a, the, a sequel, and it can be a lot better if you need if you want it to be better. And it should be, because that was the origin, right? Like, yeah. Or their introduction, I should say. So, no matter what, the second one should usually be better, unless you're, unless you're, you know, the first one is Iron Man, you know. I mean, look, I like Iron Man too, but yeah, no, it's not it's, as good as the first one. But I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't complain about it like other people do. I'm just saying, I enjoyed it. So, oh, the other thing they confirmed. Basically, again, this is another one that I'm like, is it confirmed or is it? But it looked like it was confirmed that they're making a season two of Moon Knight. Yeah. Now, for us, we're kind of like, okay, I mean, again, I thought Oscar. You better put in some work for the second season. Hey, look, because I, I just cared about seeing the movies from this point. Yeah, just popping in and everything like that. That's that's my take too. Just not his own show, but being a part of a team up or or whatever. It didn't get get him in those like action scenes with some of the other heroes would be really cool. Yeah, it didn't work for me, but it worked for a lot of people. So like we talked about before, hey, it's not I don't think that especially phase four, but I don't think every project's supposed to be for everybody. Yeah. You know? But you should be excited to see them when they appear in other stuff. You know, eventually. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with comic books. Like, though I didn't buy Moon Knight comics, when he appeared in Avengers comics or was a part of the team, I was like, cool. (laughs) You know? So, same thing here. Like, I'm not against it. And there's a a fan base Uh, that is super excited. We gotta see more of the Scarlet Scarab. At least they made a new hero and they didn't decide to gender swap again, which I hear they're going to do with Union Jack. If you don't know who Union Jack is, Union Jack is a hero that's been around for a long time. Like, kind of, I mean, I think a lot of people think Captain Britain is like their main hero, but Union Jack was even before Captain Britain. Oh, okay. And he's more of a captain america type he's like their captain america and so 
always been a guy. At least as far as I know. And apparently they're going to gender swap. And I'm... I... Look, I'm not against it. There's certain cases where I'm like, that. look, Carly Morgenthau. Like, I didn't care that they I thought made, she was great. I didn't care that they made her, that character female when it was a male in the comics. Yeah. It's just... I thought it worked. I get annoyed with it because there's so many great female characters yeah. in the Marvel Universe. Why not just use those? Like, that's why it bothers that's me. What I, that, that's what bugs me so about much. the Scarlet Scarab. It just... I'm just kind of like... She, why not I just... Didn't, why not just introduce a different female hero and also, like, I just didn't feel like she had any real purpose. Yeah, because it happened right at the end. Well, the, even, even in this, even in the series, have, like... She's gonna have a purpose. Ah. It didn't feel important to me at all. Oh, yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay. No. So now we gotta see more of her? Yeah, no, I'm, I, look, I'm with you. Okay. I'm playing that, you know, the other side here. Like, like they, at least... They didn't gender swap again. They yeah. made a new hero. Some people are very excited for it. And hey, maybe she'll turn out to be awesome. We'll see. I mean, you're only going to be able to see it in season two, right? Because if she popped in and anything else, we just talked about getting excited about things. I wouldn't have got excited if she popped in. No. Just uh, fans of that show and that character, yeah. But I don't think the I, I just, just want a hippo to walk in again. Would have cared if the Scarlet Scarab showed up. At this point, but maybe a season two, you go, oh, you know what? She's pretty, she's pretty awesome. Maybe. You never know. Again, just like Eternals too, right? Like, mm-hmm. We enjoyed Eternals. We didn't enjoy Moon Knight. <laughs> Only certain things. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, a sequel, season two, might fix it all. Maybe. We'll find out. As long as the hippo walks in again. I need, I need part two. Well, or maybe, maybe they should do a different animal. I was gonna say I think the hippo days are done, but actually, you know what? You never know. Like, I, Moon Knight's unpredictable. Who knows? It is. Oh, we were not expecting maybe, a hippo. Maybe it would be a rhinoceros. That's too close. I, I think know. you gotta go. You gotta go. Like, they'll find something. There's a lot of animals out there. Lima. Just give me a little blobfish. Oh, okay. That's really going. That'd there be. Go. I would love that. You would. And I'd be like. This is the best season of Moon Knight. <laughs> well, I mean, there's all, you can only go up from there. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right. I think we're done ranting about all that stuff. Oh, man. We will come back with some pro wrestling in the next segment eventually. Maybe other news will drop. Maybe. We'll see what happens. We, we already got a good amount to talk about with SummerSlam and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we'll have tons of content Aiden Dub. But but yeah. So pro wrestling up next. Alright, so this last weekend was SummerSlam twenty twenty two. They went down to Nashville for the event for some reason Outdoors. this year. Yeah, that was why not? You got something to get to Nashville? It just seems like a weird place for SummerSlam. I don't know I don't know why. I was just kind of like, okay, and that's a choice. I didn't think about it one bit. No, no, no. It was just interesting to me. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, Nashville. <laughs> but yeah, they gave the gave them the outdoor treatment like a 
WrestleMania type of event. They were treating it like a big deal, as they should, because it is SummerSlam. It is a big so, event, yeah. I respect it. I feel like even though it probably isn't the second biggest show, it should be. Yeah, it should be show. treated that way. Yeah, because I know most people are going to say the Rumble, but the Rumble's so close to Mania. I feel like this one kind of being more in the middle. Yeah. Should be the second biggest pay-per-view. It should feel that way in every regard. Absolutely. And they kick things off big as well on this pay-per-view. I'm not going to go into every match, but just the most notable stuff. Like the opener, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. They went off. (laughs) Yeah, another great match. And then when you figure out what happened to Becky and it happened early on. Yeah. Then, you know, it's just one of those times where you already respect somebody a lot. You respect, you know, all the wrestlers, right? And then you respect anyone who gets hurt. But then you see that match and you're, I mean, I remember we were wondering if she got hurt on it. Yeah. And then, because it looked bad. I mean, you said it right away. You're like, ooh, that landing. And then, yeah, you find out that she separated her shoulder. And she finished the match that way. And it was like, that was early in the match. And yeah. they still did a lot of stuff. So, mm-hmm. it was awesome. They're just they're just great together. Bianca Bella retains the championship. They do a little, uh, you know, kind of remnant little callback to last year's SummerSlam. They ended with a handshake. Like how it started with a handshake. And they embraced and everything. Pretty much signifying... A face turn for Becky Lynch. Looks like the man will be coming back around when we see Becky Lynch again. Yep. And I'm all for that. But that wasn't all. So Bianca celebrating her moment. And then Bailey's music hits. She has been gone for what? It was I think they said like it was like seventeen months. Well over a year. Ever yeah. since they started touring again. Cause she got injured just before they came back. Oh, yeah, that's right. And she finally made her return. And then things got really interesting. She walks, like, halfway down the ramp and just stops there. So, like, that's weird. And then... I mean, if you didn't watch, it was a really long ramp. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, if you didn't see it, it was... She yeah. walked quite a way. That, that was my only complaint about it, that it took a long time for all of this to happen because the walk down was so long. Yeah. It's like, like, oh. Okay, we didn't have to do all of that. But, you know, they, they made that choice. Right. No, it's whatever. And then Dakota Kai comes out, who was released from WWE just a few months ago. And she walks out and joins Bailey. And then <laughs> Io Shirai comes out and joins those two. And, and I'm just th- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just freaking out. Cause I my mind's just blown at what is going on. They walk down, they confront Bianca, and before they can make a move, Becky Lynch stands by Bianca's side, sends the heels off. But Bailey is back and is in a group with Dakota Kai and now EO Sky. They changed yeah. their name to EO Sky. It was funny because, you know, we're like, why do they keep calling her that? Because it said EO Shirai on the, on, the t- on the Tron. On the Tron. And then one of them said 
The first person said Io Shirai. But then after that, they kept saying Sky, and it just sounded like they were saying it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, you know, the next, what, the next day or even later. I think just day, later. They confirmed that they changed their name to that. But it, it fits. Like it's, it's fine. Yeah. When That's I, the one I'm just like, okay. I told you the very next day I saw a tweet with that name in it and I didn't even think twice about it. Like I just kept going. I was like, oh. and then, then I realized it a little bit later. I'm like, oh, I just read that and I didn't think, oh, they changed another person's name. Like I yeah. just was like, no, it's fine. It fits just fine. Yeah, it works. <laughs> but man, we were talking about, you know, it's the first pay-per-view under the Triple H umbrella. You know, we were wondering, is he is he going to pull something out? You know, we weren't thinking too crazy, but he went crazy a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because nothing happened at the end end of the show. No. But things did happen in the last match that still made you go, what? And yeah. so, I mean, it was a success, but I still think you got to wait because... yes. People are going to go a little bit too crazy now. and they're. In, I mean, you should be hyped for the next thing, right? You should be excited for the next pay-per-view. But just make sure that you don't expect something every single time. Yeah. Like, just let the stories and the matches and, you know, the mic work. Let it play out. Yeah. But yeah, just a crazy start. SummerSlam. They followed that up with Logan Paul versus The Miz and I don't know how this worked. With Logan Paul as the face and everything it they they made it work. And it's funny because we literally had just talked about it and I'm like he's going to get booed and you know you're making Miz the heel and nobody's going to be cheering for you know Logan Paul and no they were cheering for him and we weren't, it's not like we were cheering for him, but we were just like, man, I mean, how impressive is he? <laughs> you know? That frog splash is crazy. He, he is made for this. Yeah. Like, he's a professional wrestler. Like, and again, like I was saying to you, like, he's succeeded in most of the things that he's tried. I mean, I don't know if you can say he succeeded as an actor, because I know he tried his hand at that, so I don't, I don't think you yeah. can say that, but... You know, uh, what is social media star? Yeah, doesn't matter if you like him or not. He's a he's, he's a, a star. social media media star. The the whole boxing stuff, whatever. I I still have my opinion on that. I don't feel like it's all legit necessarily. Yeah. But it I don't think it was. But, but it, it doesn't didn't... matter. Yeah. People pay for it, and he makes a lot of money from it. So that's a success. And so far in wrestling, I mean. <laughs> it's a success yeah and i don't see it not being even bigger success because he's just getting started and he's been as impressive as he's been and you're just like dang like i mean i'm being honest you're like i don't always i i don't like to root for people to fail but when you don't like certain people you're just like oh i can't stand this person you know? yeah so just be a disaster and go away like i honestly did feel that way about him and now I mean, and I feel bad. I always feel bad when I when I think things like that. I'm like, ah, that's not a way to be. But now you know you're just. How can you not just be impressed? Like you could still hate him or whatever, but you yeah. can't deny that. Yeah, I mean, he belongs. <laughs> so. 
Yeah. He he's gonna be sticking around for a little bit, and can't blame him for keeping him around. Can't blame him for bringing him in. He he can do this. He can he can work. He beat the Miz, and and yeah, it ju- it just worked. So good on him. Good on them. Yep, yep. And then you had a uh, Bobby Lashley retain his title against Theory. We didn't. I don't think we watched that match. And then. We had, <laughs> we had Judgment Day versus the Mysterios, where Edge made his return to help the Mysterios defeat Judgment Day. Again, I don't think we caught that match. Yeah, no, we didn't see that one because didn't yeah Edge came out at the end or whatever and with his new haircut. And is he he's it's basically they're calling him Brood Edge, right? Well, I don't know, because he just, he just came back out to his Rated R Superstar theme song on Raw. Oh, did he? So I saw things saying, people, people saying that he's... Or no, it was a, I want to say it was a tweet from WWE that says, Brood Edge is back, but hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, it's we, weird. We but missed he's, it, so... Missed that part. Yeah. So. He's back. He's got a haircut. And yeah. <laughs> I do think it's fun, like, he's back, because he was just gone for so long. Yeah. Long time. Uh, and then, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. There were there were some close calls in this match with Pat. He saved it. Yes. Both, both times. But, yeah, it looked like he was about to fall off the ropes, you know, doing his thing where he jumps right up to the top rope. Yeah. Stumbled a little, but it's okay if he stumbled a little. As long as you don't fall off. And then the same thing, what was, it was on the outside of the ring, right? Yeah. He climbed and waiting for it, he kind of wobbled a little bit, but he found his footing. And then <laughs> the finish was just so funny because I think everybody, when he got on the middle rope, was like, he's about to do the Panama Sunrise right yep. now, but just did a sunset flip into the pin, which was solid. He gets the win. Yes. See. Tag Team Championship match. Oh, wait, match. hold on real quick. You see people saying uh, Logan Paul versus McAfee at... I mean, I don't know. If, I can't remember if they're saying WrestleMania or whatever, but people now want that match. Oh, I saw I saw Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny. Oh, really? I saw McAfee. I didn't see a Bad oh, Bunny. Oh, McAfee. Hmm. I mean, Bad Bunny would be interesting too, but I just think McAfee, McAfee's had more matches. Yeah. And plus, I really feel like you can do some stuff on the mic with yeah. McAfee, you know, so. Anyway. That'd be interesting. not saying that either one of those is going to happen, but just, that's, they got people talking. All three of them. So. The Usos retained the tag team titles over the Street Profits. I, looked, I, I thought the Street Profits should have won. And it was weird, that finish, because, you know, uh, Tez got pretty mad because yeah. he didn't get a three count. And because of it, it ended up costing him the match, costing them the match. And so then we kind of thought, what are they, are they about to split them up? Because it just, it just seemed weird that he just started complaining the way that he did. And like, so it looked like a turn was coming, but then like nothing happened. And so it was kind of like, all right, that was weird. I, I do feel like a split is coming because that's been a lot of talk with Montez for a little while now is him being a solo guy. But I'm like, I'm just like, you don't have to split them up though. 
Like, what? you don't have it, to do a turn. You know what, though? It's not like if they did split them up, they do, they're they doing it. They didn't, you know, give them a lot of time. You know what I mean? They've yeah, been a team. They for, have. For a while. I mean, they go back to NXT. They have been tag champs. You know, they've been on the main roster for a couple of years now, right? Yeah. So, if they did split them, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. But I don't totally feel like they've got sometimes i just feel like you have to have that real good run as a tag team to you know just to before you split them up just give them mm-hmm. that really good memorable run because you when you think about all the other teams that you know they got together and they split up and they're still considered greats like edge and christian like really yeah. only team together for a year but how many title runs did they have and how huge were they? So if you split them up and then they never really come back together and they just become single stars, are you going to remember so much that they were the Street Profits? Have they done anything that memorable? I mean, to us, there's things I'll always yeah. remember in you too. But, you know, I'm not sure if you're going to look back at them. You're not going to think back at them as one of the best tag teams of all time or anything like that. Yeah. Unless they get a really good, one last really good run before they split them up. And that would be my only thought. If you split them up, if you, if, if, especially if they want to be remembered as an all-time great tag team, then yeah, they shouldn't split them up. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, the little... Raw segment with Riddle and Seth Rollins since they couldn't have their match. Yeah, just I I like that. Just do a little something for their feud since they didn't have a match. You still build to it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, why didn't they have the match? Like that's my own. Yeah, that was a little weird, but oh well. Liv Morgan retained the women's championship over Ronda Rousey. Controversially. And, yeah. Again, just like. The cash-in, really weird Well, least... in some ways. I do like the direction Ronda's going in because it seems like she's going heel finally Yes, with the attack, so that's good. I was a lot... I was totally fine with this one because, you know, the cash-in, again, you just think, let her just cash it in. Let her hit her finisher on a, you know, on an injured opponent and let's go. Don't make it so, you know... Uh, I mean, I, I get it, you know, you're trying to make people think that she's not yeah. going to get the cash in. But just the kicking of the leg and then the pin. But at least on this, you know, Rhonda has her in the submission, but then she gets, she has her, you know, shoulders down. But mm-hmm. she does actually kick out. So you did it in that, or not kick out, but she got her shoulder. Or no, no, she tapped first. But the tapped first, but the ref was counting the three counts. So you can... I, I like it because I thought that was well done. Like She's like, no, she tapped, you know. So mm-hmm. I was fine with this one, cause they, mainly because they didn't take the belt off her. Yeah. And they did it in a way to where, you know, those things do happen sometimes. And as long as you do it right, it's okay. And I thought they did it right, so. Was I, cool it, was, it. it was definitely, I think it was better than the Money in the Bank one, for sure. Yeah. And I'm assuming they're going to have to run it back again probably add some sort of stipulation maybe maybe they don't but wonder we'll if they do see, it on right? a smackdown or if they do it at a clash at the castle the castle clash in the uk 
Yeah, so who's in that... So let's skip ahead real quick. So who's in that gauntlet match for it that? Is... So see who oh, yeah, I forgot. That? It's Raquel, Aaliyah, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, and Natalia. Yeah, so Ronda's not even in that. So she'll get a defense... Cause when's that? That's soon, right? That's that's the next pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's I, I think it's the same weekend as All Out. I think it's Clash Saturday and then All Out Sunday. Nice. So yeah, that's I mean, gonna be a great weekend. If she see, I'd be fine. I I say I'd be fine with this, but you know, we'll check back with me. If she gets a defense against someone, you know, before she has to drop it to Ronda. Yeah, that'll be nice. Because I don't think there's any question that she's dropping it to Ronda yeah. here soon. But she technically got a defense against Ronda, and then she gets a defense against someone else, and then if at the next pay-per-view she drops it, I'm okay with that, but I would hope it's a little bit longer. But mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be okay with that as long as she got yeah. two defenses. That's That's all right. See, I saw seeing the Gollum match. I was like, okay, that makes me feel better. Yeah. You know that she'll have that match lined up for Clash, so what? it's not, or it it appears that it won't be a you know near future loss. It'll be a little while. So yeah, I mean, that's hopefully nice. she can keep it all the way until like, you know, the Rumble even. Maybe, That'd be maybe drop it there, something yeah. like that. Like that gives her a nice run. Mm-hmm. And then the main event, last man standing, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. They, uh, for the last time. Always. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) They were, they did some, we didn't catch all of it. But we saw some clips and they were, they were doing some crazy stuff. I know, I I meant to rewatch it and it's so funny. Like sometimes I just don't think of anything. I'm like, what did I? forgetting to watch and then as soon as we sat down to record this part i'm like i never went back and watched the match <laughs> like so first of all the, the the first clip that i saw that i thought was crazy was rock up you know in the in the bulldozer talking on the mic uh, it's a tractor okay tractor whatever come on i'm not a farmer <laughs> so, you're not brock so then he throws the mic and then roman catches it and he winks at him now it's the if you haven't seen it, it's the way he does it. Like he barely moves. Like I saw people going, they obviously practice this, and I'm like, first of all, even if you practice that a hundred times, the odds of it going as slick as it went <laughs> is, I mean, it's like a thousand to one. Like he literally no. threw it right at his hand. He barely lifted his arm up to catch it. He just like boom, and then he winked at him. I'm like, it was so. It's one of the slickest things I've ever seen. I'm yeah, like, that was awesome. And some people are just so like, what, what's so cool about that? I'm like, it's cool because... It was just cool. I I don't think it was planned yeah. at all. And that's the other reason why. But then the people, like I said, who are saying it's planned, I'm like, just think about that for a second. I could toss a football to you from four feet away. And if you tell me every time to throw it right there in this exact same spot, because then we're going to film it yeah. in an hour... I mean, I could be four inches to the left, right? Even from only four feet away, I could a little bit too high, you know, whatever it is. Because it's just, that's just the way it is. And he's up on the, in this tractor, he's probably what? Eight feet in the air? Probably more. (laughs) More than that. And, you know, 10 feet away, tossing it down like that. I mean, like that, it wasn't planned. 
it was just so slick. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. And that was before the match even started. <laughs> yeah. And then Brock jumps off said tractor on the Roman Reigns to start the match. And then they're going to the outside. They're battling on the like stanchion that's holding the setup like above the ring. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, they're going through tables. Uh, Theory tries to get involved and Brock puts a stop to that. He tries to come out and cash in and Brock just F5'd him onto the briefcase. Now that didn't count as a cash in, right? Yeah, he didn't actually cash yeah. in. Yeah, okay, I didn't think so, but somebody... I, I saw one of the tweets that they did made it seem like he cashed in and I was like, wait, I need you guys to verify this. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I don't think, think that's that true. Cash in, so... I don't think that's true. But then... We get towards the end of the match. Track the you know they left the tractor there. He pulled it up to the ring. This is why I need to really watch this match. Yeah. I just I definitely need to see this live, and I kicking myself for not watching it. Brock decides to use the tractor to lift the ring up into the air and knock Roman back. And that probably you probably can't picture that because that just sounds absurd. You have to see it. Yeah. You have to see it to believe it because I heard people talking about that and I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like it's real. And yeah. You're like, like, that's not safe. They can't do that. I'm like, that, that's not what happened. I got to see what actually happened. And it's like, no, that's what actually happened. He just lifted the ring and it stayed that way the whole match. Yeah. And left it that way. Yes. And it's funny, too, because I saw some things saying that like, it didn't go exactly to plan. Like, oh. he lifted it too high. Like, oh. they had done some practice, but it wasn't with Brock. Somebody else was doing it. And they were just like, oh, Brock knows what he's doing because he works these all the time. Yeah. So it was more just everybody being prepared. But apparently, like, he like lifted it even higher than they thought <laughs> and all this stuff, what, whatever or, that they had planned. And I'm like, whatever. I don't care. Again, you talk. We talk about this all the time. Moments, right? You can, yeah. You can have a great pay per view with some great matches, and a lot of them we're gonna forget about. Even, even if it is a great match, you watch it, you're like, "Oh, that was a great match," but you're gonna forget about it. It's mm-hmm. just what happens. There's so yeah. many great matches in all of our heads. If you're a wrestling fan, yeah. There's just too many of them. There's not room for all of them. But the moments, yeah. And again, we didn't even watch it live. Like I just saw it on Twitter. And I'm I can't get the just that out of my head, and that's what I'm saying. I need to watch the actual match, the whole thing, to really get the whole feel. But yeah, that's a moment that's gonna live forever. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you know him and the the suplex, and then breaking the ring. Yeah, you know it's it's up there with just craziness, and you're just like, wow. And I'm I think I would I would think that all wrestling fans would be like, wow, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, even if you hate the wrestlers, even if you're like, like, we were like, why are they doing this match again? You got to bring something to the table. Well, they brought something they, new to the table. Yeah. You know, they absolutely did. They and did. So, you know, now it's like, yes. And and I don't necessarily care if they ever fight again. They just shouldn't fight again anytime soon. Yeah, like, no, no, no. more than a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like a long, long time. Yeah. But anyway, 
And Roman ended up winning the match, retaining the championships. And now he is set to face Drew McIntyre at the Clashing Castle at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. The last match was really good at Survivor Series, so I'm looking forward to them going at it again. Does Drew win? I wouldn't think Uh, so, but... You know... But, I mean... How far is it away? Like you said, it's the same weekend as All Out. Yeah. Like, to me, that matters because of the build, right? I mm-hmm. think if you do the build, you know, right. And and also, is it for both belts? Are they splitting I the belts back up? I think it's for both. Because, you know, all, all those things matter. But I do think it would be huge to have Drew win there. And, this, and we've talked about this a bunch of times. He was the champ during, you know, no... You know, during the pandemic, like there was no fans, so he never got that pop. What better place to get that pop, right? But man, it's especially because like the UK pay per view thing kind of stemmed from him. Yeah, this latest one because he was like, "I want to bring a pay per view to the UK." Yeah, I mean, and it's not like it's funny. Do do I think it's believable that he wins? Of course I do. I mean, yeah, it's true. So it could easily happen. It's more like, do you think this is where they're going to do it? And I can see it and I can also not see it, right? Yeah. They've talked about these two being, you know, these are the WrestleMania matches. These are the ones that you want. Like, this is going to be the money stuff. So is this where it really starts? It's like you said, yes, they had the match before, but... Maybe it was just because of the, you know, that was during the pandemic, right? There, yeah, that was Thunderdome. Yeah. Because Survivor Series. Yeah, so, I mean, technically it started there. And who won that one? Roman. Roman. So maybe Drew wins this one, and then you're doing next year's Mania if there's no Rock. Mm -hmm. Them two. Third time, you know. I do, yeah, I don't know. I think he should win. I want to see it. Roman's reign, Roman's reign has been long enough, like to where. Yeah, I, I'm just, just ready for it to end. Well, it's funny because I don't know how I feel. Like part of me feels that way. It's like it's long enough. You don't really need it anymore. But at the same time, you can get to a point when you're a dominant champion. You had it for a long time. Where I am, like what you just said, like I'm ready. Like probably about day four hundred and something. I was like, all right. Yeah. But now that we're like in 700, I'm almost like, well, how far can we go with this? I mean, because he's still doing great. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like some people it does, it gets stale. It hasn't gotten stale with me. Maybe it's gotten stale with other people, but not with me. So so for me, I look at it like, I mean, he's still at the top of his game. He's, you know. The, he, the matches have still been good, I think. I just don't know about the... I feel like the builds, for me, I've kind of gotten like, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's mainly the Brock stuff, though. You know, when you, as long as you're bringing in other, that's why I'm talking about the build for this one has to be good, right? Mm-hmm. If the build isn't good, then I don't think you should take the belt off of him. And I mean, I guess that's part of it, too. Like, if you think he's going to win, that takes it away. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's hard for me at this stage. Like I'm, I don't know which one I actually want more. If he's, if he goes over, I guess it's more from like, I think everybody else's perspective is, 
take the belt off of him. Mm -hmm. So from that, I go, all right, you know, because then you're going to start to hear people whine again, you know, kind of like they were whining about him years ago. Yeah. And it's just like, stop being morons. He's, he's doing amazing work. I mean, he was doing amazing work before, but yeah, it's clear that he's operating on a different level. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, definitely a lot better now from from that point of view then yeah it's like drew should win and i i like drew a lot but i need the build to be good otherwise don't take the belt off of him yeah we'll see you could do that you could do something you know if you are gonna wait it out i mean you might as well just wait if it's not gonna be drew to make it worth it make they might just have to wait it out till cody gets back and like cody won the rumble and go from there that would be a good build this is why they just need it to be one belt yeah you know if i mean if you're not gonna combine the belts then why <laughs> that's what really bugs me then like, just he's the undisputed the champ why is he still walking around with both belts then just make one same thing with the tag titles like why do they still why are they still walking around with both tag titles well that's why i kind of figure they're they still plan on keeping them separate, which is fine. I I don't have a problem with it as long as you give people chances. Yeah, exactly. And I I think there's plenty of room for that. But they weren't doing that before. But now you're like, okay, are you guys going to do this now? Because there's tons of good wrestlers. There's tons of chances to do good feuds and great things and make new tag teams and all this stuff. So separate the belts and how do you separate them well you have to only put one on the line yes yeah. so but yeah so he's got that defense coming up at clash and that pretty much wraps up the SummerSlam talk you got a uh, something i thought that was cool from raw is a uh, the Stuff with Champa this week. They had him. They did like it was almost like a mini tournament type of thing. They did like a couple triple threats, and the winners faced later that night for to be number one contender for Bobby Lashley and his title. Eight. It was Champ. Ended up being Champa versus AJ Styles, which I just thought was awesome. And they actually had Champa win, and now Champa's gonna go against Bobby. So I just thought that was really cool that they're again in that spotlight. I just need him away from the Miz, though. Yeah, I'm not liking his gear. Yeah, I don't like that gear on him. But, yeah, I mean, keep... Push guys who are, you know, that we know are awesome. Yeah. I mean, sit there and be like, oh, what, NXT and da-da-da-da-da. Like, no, they're awesome. Champa's awesome. Champa's <laughs> awesome. And then over... On AEW, Adam Cole and the crew were back, and things are going down in the Elite. Him and Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Red Dragon are done with the Young Bucks. Adam Cole did not forget what they did to them before, and they're out here making kids cry as they lay out the Young Bucks. <laughs> were kids really crying? Yeah, yeah, there was a kid. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, they had they had a kid crying in the crowd from that. It was pretty funny. 
And then, of course, before Hangman came out and made the save. Yeah, and, I mean, everybody saw that coming. Yeah. Our but body. still, just really cool stuff, just, like, because I've just been, like, you know, really following this stuff, and I you could see that they were getting really close to this stuff going again. You know, the whole, like, elite saga. Yeah. And everything. So, just seeing it start to unfold there was just... I- I'm just ready for it. Should be really good. Unfortunately, Adam Cole and Kyle still aren't clear to wrestle, which sucks. But... They're just clear to kick people when they're down. Yeah. And I like, uh... Adam Cole, like, just yelling at Matt Jackson. He's like, I didn't forget. Yeah, I, I didn't forget that. what you guys did to me. Like, yep. That's the good stuff. And then we had Christian Cage continuing to do his thing. Yes, he is. He's getting good singles matches in 2022 out of Matt Hardy. <laughs> right? It's funny. Which is just like, psh. Yeah, I mean, I think that was what you were noticing the most when you were watching that match. Because for me... Look, I always love to watch Christian. Part of the reason why I love watching Christian matches is because they're always good matches. Yeah. Like, no matter who he's working against. But in this instance, I was kind of like, I was a little disappointed it wasn't more of a squash. Not a total squash, but just something earlier on where he did something and then, you know, maybe... Just like extended squash, basically. Yeah. Whatever you call that. But it was, you know, it was one of those matches, again, where he just makes somebody shine and... It's not that Matt Hardy isn't great in his own right, but like you said, when's the last time Matt Hardy had a great match? And Christian makes him look great. Yeah. You know? So, and and at the end, Christian wins. And then he's going to give him the concerto face up. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) he tried to kill him. What the heck, Christian? But then Jungle Boy comes out now, and I was fine with, well, actually, Luchasaurus starts to come out. He's but, still Kane. But Christian, <laughs> Christian's too smart. He knows something's up, so he's looking around, and then Jungle Boy tries to come up behind him. But, you know, he he smelt it. He knew it was mm-hmm. coming, so, you know, he got out of Dodge, took off. Keep, keep him apart. But, but the passion that Jungle Boy came out with was what I felt he should have done initially mm-hmm. when he first returned. Like... Why are you suddenly so mad now? You weren't that mad when you first came back. You know mm. what I mean? Why? Because he said more words about you. He's been saying stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's just one thing that's gonna bug me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just gonna. I'm oh yeah, gonna... we can't forget he tried to he tried to kill Christian by running him over with yeah, the he car him... earlier. He was gonna kill Tony too. Yeah, he yeah. Care. <laughs> gonna run Tony over to get to Christian. He don't care. I mean, that's your hero, guys. <laughs> this is why we're for Christian. <laughs> uh. I am going to be annoyed when Jungle Boy wins. So I'm just going to say that now. I'm, I'm going to... I like... To me, you do not let him win the first match. You don't... It's It shouldn't be over with one match. Like, the first match, even, even if you do what we were both kind of saying we hope they don't do, but even if they make Luchasaurus turn on Jungle Boy during the first match and then Christian wins, as long as Christian wins, I don't think Jungle Boy should win right away. I think that's mm-hmm. too easy. You're like, oh, okay, he won, and now where do we go from here? Like, if you want Christian to be a great heel, then let him keep winning. Mm-hmm. Then when Jungle Boy does win, again, it feels 
even bigger. Like, it's going to be big when he wins. Don't yes. get me wrong. So it would be big and get a huge pop if he beats him the first time, which will probably be at All Out. Yeah. But if he doesn't, then again, when he does get him later, it's going to be even bigger. It would be cool if they did, you know, do it at like full gear because of what happened last year at full gear when they were teaming up with the uh, uh, against Super Click. And like maybe like it's a stipulation match so it ends the same way Jungle Boy ended it with the cone chair toe. You yeah. know, just a little thing. I, I'm cool with him winning it all out, but I, I do think, like, waiting off to full gear and doing something like that would make it even better. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when when he first came came back, I thought, oh, this is kind of happening a little faster than I thought it was going to happen. I thought we were going to take our time with this, let Christian mm-hmm. keep cutting the promos, keep doing this and that. So what, Jungle Boy's just going to beat him? Like, I feel if you do that, then even if he's out there cutting good promos... And even having good matches, like, again, I just feel like he's in that same kind of WWE middle ground, whereas I don't think, especially when he started cutting those promos, it was clear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, he should be way up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there was a guy on the crowd with a sign, Christian, for, uh, for, for AEW champ. champ. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like, I do think that he can get there. No, not be the champ but he should be taken seriously on that level and if he loses right away to jungle Boy, i think it ruins that something that you know just came out today that i think could <laughs> just make things interesting is uh they're saying now they're saying cm punk probably won't be back to fight mox till like full gear so all oh, out wow. so all outs probably out of the picture oh i didn't know so that. There's not a huge gap between all and full gear, but there's a little bit there. So maybe because of that, you do give Christian the win at all out, and in the middle, maybe like he write you write off Jungle Boy somehow for a little bit, and you do a little Christian John Moxley thing for a little bit for the belt, and you do a program with Christian there, you know, huh? just oh, between the time, and then Christian just segues back into the Jungle Boy feud for full gear, and then Moxley and Punk. There you go. Yeah, something like that. Something like great. that. Because, I, I mean, Moxley, Book you know Moxley me. wants to work with Christian. Yeah, exactly. Which, and I mean, they can work together without the belts. You know, that's probably what's going to happen mm-hmm. is after Punk, because Punk's getting the belt back. You know? Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's unifying it or whatever you want to say. Uh, and they'll probably work together after that. But that would be I mean, I would love that. Yeah. That would be awesome. And even if, again, if he loses that one, at least he's beat Jungle Boy. In the build-up to the feud, you got him beat some other people. And if he loses mm-hmm. to Mox, you're not... Like it's Mox. Yeah, and it's for the championship. And then, if he ends up losing to Jungle Boy, yeah, okay, he has, you know, those two big losses. But, you know... He still, he still think, has some credibility left. Exactly. It just might be too soon. Not, but we'll see what they do. I, Again, it's just because of the way he has been used historically, mm-hmm. in especially in WWE. But I even think in TNA, they messed him up. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so good in TNA. And even then, they, even though they did give him two title runs and everything, I still don't think they did him right. Yeah. You know? 
they always seem to mess him up. And I was just hoping, especially when he started cutting these promos, I'm like, you know, he's just operating on just such a great level right now. So just keep that going. And then they brought Jungle Boy back so soon. I was kind of like, oh, all right. So we're done with this already. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not ready for it to be done. <laughs> Give me more. Yeah. So more. I guess I'm just afraid of that. So anyway. We'll see. Hopefully he doesn't just vanish from TV, you know, yeah. here soon. Whatever happens. And then another thing that I really liked this week was the spotlight on specifically Jamie Hayter and the women's tag match. Because for one, they finally had him in a different time slot than they usually do, which was something people were complaining about for a while. Was just they were always in the dead spot before the main event of every show and people were getting tired of that yeah so they finally switched that up they got him in a better slot and they they just let him wrestle uh thunder rosa and tony storm versus Britt and jamie Hayter. and i just i just really liked that they kind of went all in on making jamie Hayter look good and also giving her the pinfall victory because she hasn't really had like that big of a victory before yeah and then after that, they announced that at Battle of Belt Saturday, she gets to fight Thunder Rosa for the title, which nice. that just got me really excited because Jamie Hayter is like one of my favorite wrestlers right now. So, and because of that, I'm like, just give her the belt just because. Why not? It's not going to happen at all. But you would hope. So this, we keep trying to figure out when they're going to do the... Uh, Brit, I was gonna say Brie, <laughs> Brie Brit, Baker, Brit versus Jamie Hader, you know, feud, and we always try to figure out when, what's gonna be the catalyst to that, but this could be even with the loss, because yep. let's say she just puts on a great match and Thunder Rosa congratulates her at the end and she shakes her hand, and then that pisses Brit off. Yep, you know, so it could literally be something like that. So as long as that happens. I, I feel like if she has a great, if they have a great match, it doesn't matter. It's a great match. But oh, they will. But I do, yeah, I, I think so too. But I want that little bit extra. I want that to happen. Yeah, because it's like you know she's not gonna win. Yeah. So I don't it's think like, so. yes, it will be a great match and that'll be cool and everything. But just let's just do a little something else too. Yeah. To get excited for the future, so it's not just like that happened and we're just moving on and nothing else comes of it. Yep. Get, get the. I almost said it again. Get the Brett versus Jamie Hader feud started at the end of this match. And that also reminded me, I almost forgot, that uh, AEW announced adding more people to talent relations and everything after, you know, just, I just noted it because of the whole Jonathan Gresham situation, how people were talking about the communications issue, and it just looks like Tony Khan finally was like, okay, let's... I really need to fix this. so I need help. Yeah. And again, we've talked about that. A lot of times they do figure out their mistakes. It takes sometimes, some things take them longer than those. Sometimes you're like, you didn't figure that out before? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you know, they, they're trying to fix the situation. Yep. They also added Madison Rain as a coach and wrestler too, actually. She's competing on... I was actually wondering Rampage. about that. I saw that she was the coach, and then I thought, 
isn't she still young enough to be, you know, out there wrestling? She's, like, she's still wrestling in Impact. She's about to, I'm assuming, have her last match there against Mia Yim. Oh, I like their next tapings or whatever. That's something they just set up. That's funny. Like, you're hired. Like, uh, I'm not contractually finished with Impact. <laughs> you're hired. Or, well, she might be now because I don't, they, Impact has weird, like, taping yeah, they might schedules. Taped it a year ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I always forget how they do it because it's so weird. I know. But I just know that she's about to have, they're about to air a match with her versus Mia Yim. And I think that was her last match there. So. Got it. Got it. So, yeah, helping the women's division, too. Only good things. Yeah. Definitely. And. I think that's all I had to talk about. I don't even remember. There was something that you said that it reminded me of something, and then I forgot it already. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hobbs is really cool. Yeah. I, I liked the post-match stuff afterwards because, for one, I, I was just glad they didn't have him, like, run away because, like, they're kind of doing that with Christian. Yeah. And it, it was like, for one, you'd just be copying that. And plus, Hobbs is a big dude, so that just wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. But then I just love that he just immediately spine busters him again. Yeah. And it was like, awesome. yeah, you're not getting him easily. So I'm liking the start to this Yeah, uh, I like that feud. too. Because, you know, a lot of times if the face comes in and he's throwing some blows, you're easily going to, you know, he's going to fall over or whatever. Yeah. Or even sell it. Uh -huh. like, and he's just like, I'm way bigger and way stronger than you. So yep. you're going to have to switch your tactics up here oh i remember what i was gonna say okay but i am excited about that feud it that was a good start and they said team taz is no more done yep so that was interesting but what is going on with anna j and her choke you out <laughs> stuff? it's the stupidest thing i'm like it wait a minute you mean anna jas is that her new that's what yet? she's claiming now that she's anna jas what does that stand for? Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh, okay. But yeah, she's doing that. I'll choke you out. And I'm like, I'm, I'm literally like, who was afraid of you choking them out? That security guard that she choked out. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, what is happening right now? I, I saw this, that. This is so. And I'm like, this is the most randomly stupid thing I've ever seen. I, I've enjoyed a decent amount of the JAS stuff. This one is really weird. This aspect of it with Anna, I'm not really sure how to feel about it. It's weird. I think it's awful. I'm like, so you've literally done. I mean, she's a she's a decent performer. Mm -hmm. She's improving. she's had she's had some she's notable moments here and there. But she doesn't like she doesn't have all these matches where she beats people up. And how many times does she choke people out during those matches? And now suddenly, we're supposed to all be worried that she's going to choke everybody out. Now, granted, I know that they're going to have her choke everyone out now because that's her thing. But it's so randomly just out of nowhere dumb that it's, I'm just like, yeah. what? She just starts yelling, I don't, I'll choke you out. And I'll choke you out. I didn't really like her being in the group in the first. I thought they should have just done the feud with her and Ty because that's what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. But then it was just like, oh, she just joined her in the group. I'm like, oh, that was a that was a missed opportunity. And now she's choking everybody out somehow. Yeah. She suddenly turned into a submission specialist. Yeah. Well, she's always done that move, but... Did she ever win with it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's what I was wondering, because every time I... I don't think I've ever seen her... No, I've seen her win one match, and she didn't win that way. Mm -hmm. And... But yeah. that's like her main finisher is that choke 
All right. Well, that's a little bit better. See, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, I've never seen you so, choke anybody out. But I still think it's ridiculous. But, but yeah, she's not like, I mean, what's her record? Again, it's kind of like, you know, you're not some, you're not top of the card, you know, female wrestler. So yeah. why should I care that you're going to choke people, that you're threatening to choke people out? Like, I don't. Like, makes no sense. It, it's, again, it's like, like you brought up Ty. Like when she started trying to act really hard in the lead up to the Jade feud, it was like, what? Yeah. This is the same feeling. You're like, what? Like, oh, so now you're, you know, you're just, you're just tough. Yeah. You a bad mamajama. <laughs> like, I'm just like, what? I don't, this isn't working. But. Yeah, it's just. You know, you do have to try things with different wrestlers and they, you know, they got off the tie stuff pretty quickly and then they kind of just made her an annoying kind of heel mm-hmm. and now i don't even know what she she is but at least it wasn't that <laughs> so maybe they'll do the same thing here who knows her career record is 43 and 13 in AEW but what is it like but what is it this year 23 and 3 oh dang hey, yeah it's probably for it's the most I, part on like dark and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. But you know that's what they use that for. So there you go. It's like All right, well, in my face. Say what you want about dark. It it serves somewhat of a purpose. <laughs> well, in my face. I hey, I still don't like her character right now. It's yeah, still, I, I, I it doesn't fit like. Yeah, oh, it doesn't fit her. Yeah, but you know, there's context behind it. Okay. Well, there you go. I shut my mouth. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think that does it for that the wrestling talk and this episode of our multiverse. Nothing nothing new broke. I mean, Seahawks training camp just started. And then they had technical difficulties <laughs> on the stream. And so we just turned it off. <laughs> Maybe we would have said something about that, but you'll never know. You'll never you'll never know what happens. <laughs> but thank you for tuning into our multiverse once again, and we will see you next week. Peace out.